<laughs> oh, that ate small child. AKA the independent variable. Trip good, I was serving up the whole world. I can't hear myself in that headphones very well. You hear now? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, oh. That was the first time. I think that went exactly the way I thought I wanted it to go. We talked about the video a little bit. And I got a little bit of that snippet recorded. And then we played that little dicky shit because it's fucking awesome. And we were really quiet for it. We stopped talking when it came <laughs> on. We started dancing. We all started grooving. And then, yeah, we all started going into it. And then uh, now we get to go to the intro. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me, as always, my co-host, Chris King. Hello. We have a very special guest here today, Alex Price. Welcome to the program. Hello. How are you doing, Alex? You know, we're here. We're live. <laughs> are you going to keep that voice up the whole yes. episode? Because we're like an hour. I don't know if you can do that for an hour. Oh, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you can absolutely do whatever you want. It's just, do you want to hold up? That voice the entire time. Nah, you do. You know, we're, I don't know. I, I'm just going to talk. I yeah. guess. Yeah, that's fine. Happy Mother's Day, guys. Hey, thanks. I think we all we all need to pat ourselves on the back here for that, right? Everybody call their mom today. Everybody call their mom. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. My mom's dead. <laughs> that's awkward. So's mine. <laughs> no, I know. You know what though? This is the thing about that. I don't. My mom's been gone for a while, so I don't. Uh, you know, it's it's a whole different story. But I do find a little joy. In, uh, you know, people saying like, did you call your mom? Because especially when you work in an office, that's just like a thing people say on the Monday, like, Hey, did you call your mom? Yeah. And especially even from an HR perspective, I love when people in the office like, Hey man, did you call your mom? Like, no, my mom's dead. <laughs> and their faces. I think my mom would have appreciated that. I'll tell you what, I saw this thing. People are always trying to make everything about themselves. Yeah. There's another thing. It was called like dead mother's day. And it's like, Jesus like the three days before mother's day and it's a celebration of people whose moms are look i don't like when people get birthdays yeah. after they're dead like you know like he would have been 137 this year no yeah. you don't get any birthdays after you're dead right right you don't get any mother's day like if you're dead you're done yeah all right this is one less thing you have to to celebrate i don't want to make this a dead mother's podcast <laughs> at all but just because we're talking about it and uh you know unfortunately you know dyke it's it's relatively recent for you but um I think that I, I know from being somebody who lost their mom a while ago, I don't, I see other people that kind of dwell on it a lot. And mm-hmm. like they, every year it's like, Hey, she died 20 years ago and it still it breaks me up. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, I don't know. And I feel like you and I are kind of similar in that because I think, I know you and I talked about it, you know, when, when kind of things are going on, we don't like to, and, yeah. and that's, it's not like I like to keep it under wraps. Like I can't talk about it. It's like, I don't want to, I don't want to dwell on that. Is that kind of how you feel about it now? Yeah, how's your mom feeling? She, <laughs> she healthy? I mean, she sorry. Yeah, she's at work. She she's works. like, I thought this was a brunch podcast. Sorry. I mean, I did that. I brought it down no, to that's dark. Cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's have our own dead let's, Mother's Day. Let's no. Let's. I mean, let's go to therapy. Again. No, 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 no. That was terrible. I'm really sorry. We don't have to take it that way. It was going so well. How does the, that make you feel? <laughs> that's what I did. I did that. I absolutely did that. I'm sorry. We had a whole other thing we could talk about, like the food that you made. We could talk about that. Uh, really good. Yeah. Well, and whether or not your mom would be proud of you for she it. Would. Oh, my God. She's rolling over in her grave. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did a burger. Chris King shot called Burgers last week. That's, he said he yeah. wanted burgers. So uh, so I made some burgers. That was amazing. I don't know. 
I appreciate you doing that just because I asked. I really when you when I said can you make burgers, I thought you were gonna laugh at me like I don't do those anymore. I, I hung up my burger, <laughs> my burger grill and apron. I like to think that when you right this morning when you woke up, you like opened a shelf or something, and there were just burger buns, and then like the Rocky theme played. Like he's back. We did a. Uh, I don't remember what we. Every time I got to write it down. I'll tell you because I even though I didn't make it, I know what I had for a meal. I don't understand. Well, I did. You, I did biscuits and gravy sliders. Top so, yeah, to awesome. start off of the fried biscuits. <clears throat> yep. We did uh, a surf and turf with uh, a remoulade and a. Uh, Lump premium lump crab, yeah, on a burger. Uh, I did try to do a juicy Lucy, and they kind of exploded. So I just kind of volatile. Those yeah. are those are a volatile. I had one of those in Minneapolis mm-hmm. when I was at a festival, and yeah. it burned my hand when I bit into it because it just like leaked all over. I was like, oh shit! And they even yeah, they're even like, don't do that. <laughs> and I was like. Okay, thank it, you for making a volatile burger that is delicious. <laughs> well, they they, handle it they take longer to cook, so you're already extra hungry by the time you yeah. get it. And they're like, you can't just go crazy with it. They're like, I'm hungry. Because you hurt yourself. Is that the stuffed burger? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. yeah. you, did we ever talk about on this podcast the competition that you were in with the stuffed burger? Have we talked about that on the podcast? I can't remember. No, I don't remember. Was I in a competition with the stuffed burger? Didn't know what you did at Good Sinking Ship. Good start. <laughs> Good start to this conversation. <laughs> wasn't the Sinking Ship? Wasn't that the whole, wasn't it a food challenge? For you to eat a stuffed burger? Oh, yeah. Chip? So the sinking ship had this totally illegal food challenge one time where uh, it was... The sinking ship did something illegal? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was two... Uh, you know, the, it was two... You had In one sitting, you had to eat... It was two stuffed burgers, two sides of fries, two shots of Jameson, and two yards of beer. And if you ate and drank all of that with... No Underbergs? No under. This was pre-Underbergs. Oh, okay. But if you did, this is right when they first opened. Uh, if you if you ate and drank all of that in an hour, your meal was free, and that was the thing. And yeah. but if you used the restroom, you had to be escorted. Somebody had to like follow you into the bathroom. This whole thing was like really illegal and weird. Uh, you cannot uh, have a contest where you're promoting like binge drinking. Right, right, right. I'm pretty sure you can't have anything where somebody follows you into the bathroom. No. Uh, but uh, I did it, and I got my face. I got my face up on the wall. But by the end of it, I was just like, I never want to be part of a competition. Like, it felt like punishment after a while. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to ever have food feel like I'm in trouble. It literally is a punishment. I mean, that's what they do. It's like the the old 50s thing. Like, if your, your dad caught you smoking and then he makes you smoke <laughs> a whole pack of cigarettes. You're going to eat a whole pile of Juicy Lucy's, boy. That's it. Never again. They were supposed to take my picture and put it on the wall, and then they didn't. So I, I, I printed out a picture of me and brought it like in a frame and everything yeah. and said, hey, I, I need you to put this up on the wall. <laughs> and they were like, oh, okay. And then uh, in the time it took me to do that, somebody towed my car. <laughs> but did they put, is your picture on the wall? Like if I go back when they opened No, they again? took them all down when the when they stopped doing the contest because I don't think they wanted a trail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that sucks. Get rid of the evidence. Yeah. But it was really cool because it was. Do you remember when everybody was into that uh, shave your mustache, stupid November, or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like somehow it's for cancer. Oh, uh, the eating contest was for cancer somehow. No, but I had I had shaved. I had like one of those big diesel like mustaches. Oh like yeah, the yeah. Fumi at you, yeah. and I was like, this is a really good picture of me. <laughs> and I brought that. <laughs> we're just like you guys, are the only ones you have to hang this up, and it's like a good pic- Was that McDivins? Were you at McDivins at the time? Yeah. Because we were doing Movember. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so nobody ate the chili cheese fries, but I did make. What? I did make. I ate them. Did you? I ate some. Yeah. yeah there was there just a huge pile, and we it just, just looked made, like no one ate any? You made fifteen pounds of it. Here's the thing: like as working working from. At Kilroy's, 
Like, we have tachos there, and I have never, ever seen anyone eat all the tachos. Like, ever. Yeah. Like, I sometimes clear plates and shit just because I get bored and there's nothing to do. Yeah. So, like, I'll walk around because sometimes I'll cut the busboy early. And so, like, I'll, I'll, and like the tachos, which come on, it's basically a crock's pot's worth of food. Yeah. Uh, just on this giant platter. And, like, people eat, like, maybe, like, just a softball size portion of it. Yeah. And then there's still 10 pounds left of shit on there. They just right. graze on the top layer. Yeah. And then yeah. basically just becomes a food cement. Like, <laughs> like, I feel like if you took it, like, a scoop of it and spackled it into a table and then just, <laughs> just sanded it down. It would it would do like that ramen trick. <laughs> so do you know Chef uh, Oakley, Chef Eric Oakley? Uh, he just took over as the as the uh, executive chef at Kilroy's. Both Kilroy's. So did she get uh, the job and then we shut? Oh up? yeah, I met her once or twice. Okay. I, all those chefs are there in the morning. Mm, that makes sense. nobody's there at night. No one's oh, there. That at makes sense. Four a.m. Yeah. What is the so? We didn't really give you a proper introduction. I was, I was too busy talking about my dead mom. That's what I did. Uh, no, I, did that. I did that. I'm really sorry, Alex. That's all right. Did your mom? Your moms are just just for the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your moms are both dead. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned that. <laughs> okay, we, we were gonna still we dead. were gonna call this the Dead Moms Podcast, but Dyke nixed it. Okay, I thought that would bring in some people. Dead. Yeah, I thought I was. I thought I was getting to like a a, a funny bit. I thought I was working something out there, and it just turned sad. You take credit for it. I'm the one that brought it up. I was like, "How do you feel about it, Dyke?" You're like, "Hey, let's talk about literally anything else." So I'm an asshole. I will. I will tell you this. Um, two. Just I'll I'll stop talking about my dead mom. But two things. Oh, I you thought, brought it back up. Wow. I thought were really weird. Uh, be, this was pre-COVID, right before COVID. Uh, yeah. We know what uh, pre means. You yeah. Pre uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to explain pre. Not post. And by pre-COVID, I mean before. But have you guys been to a funeral recently where people Jesus. are like live streaming or like recording like the actual funeral itself to someone else? Because people were doing that in my family and I thought that was weird. But then now, like that may be That is a funeral now. Yeah. yeah, they just live. Uh, the other thing is somebody got um, a live, laugh, love candle and put it right next to the coffin. And I thought that was a little... Because <laughs> you did appropriate? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> like you're rubbing it in at that point. Guess what we get to do after. That you, you Name three things she's not doing. <laughs> oh, this is... I live for awkward moments. That is... <laughs> I live for those Good, because you're in one right now. I think if my yeah. mom wasn't dead, I'd shoot myself. <laughs> A lot of people think that taking a baby to a movie theater is the most awkward place you could bring a baby. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, sometimes it sucks. I mean, but the one time it happened to me, it actually added to it because I went and saw It, oh. uh, which is a movie about children being terrified. Yeah. Uh, so behind me, the entire movie yeah. was a baby crying, which was like an extra layer of surround sound. Wow. Uh do that, and I'll tell you right now, that's not the most awkward place I've ever experienced a baby being. Uh, was at a funeral for another baby. I was, oh, like, I was like, Jesus yes, Christ, are you are you bragging right now? What are you doing? Ah, baby funerals through we the uprights. A, we haven't brought up a baby funeral on this podcast for about three weeks. God, I was sitting there. I was like, okay, first off, they're giving a eulogy for a baby, which. I, the baby hasn't even lived. Like, like it's it, it was a good baby. It was, you know, like oh man, baby. that one day it shit himself. Like it's a like wow, 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 it's wow, sad. Wow. I get that. But wow. then as I'm sitting there listening to a eulogy for a baby that has lived, you know, a month or two. Yeah, uh, a baby cries behind me, and I'm just like, yeah, who the fuck is this mentally obtuse? Yeah, to just go okay, I'm gonna bring. 
Uh, that thing, you know, a like screaming live baby. Yeah, yeah, here's here's a live action trigger that'll happen at of like leave it in the car. Yeah. Or how about <laughs> crack a window? <laughs> crack a window. Leave it in the car. Pay your condolences. Oh my god! I, I thought one was... of you. Here's an idea. One of you go to the funeral. Yeah. The other one stay at home with the, with baby. the baby. Live stream it. You know. Uh, I thought like what if the dad just go in there? Shut the god! I wish I would have never had this. Oh, Shit. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to Harder Brunch, the, the podcast about food and comedy. Anyway, going back to dead babies. I thought you were saying you brought a baby to a movie theater. That's and actually I was like, I are you trying to win like the worst possible person to sit by was in a it movie no. theater? It was awkward because he stole that baby and then took it to it. I yeah. can't see over him and he's got a screaming baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When you're trying to get like like the trifecta of rudest oh, person man. ever, like I'm going to sit in front of somebody. That's my only superpower is ruining the concert going experience <laughs> of anybody behind me. And he's wearing a sombrero. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the baby is in the sombrero. He put they that baby even, in the sombrero. Where did he get one of those umbrella hats? They don't even make those anymore. How did he do that? Oh, shit. Wow. Anyway, you yeah. know, do we do an introduction for Alex at all? That was good. No, I'm getting to I it. I mean, he did his I'm own. getting to it. I'm very full. I'm so full. This uh, is the fullest I've been in a while in the show because I've tried to pace myself. Yeah. You literally you... just made buckets of cement for us to <laughs> yeah. eat. Yeah. It's, I think that's the so best good. selling point of this podcast. We have people come over, we put a bunch of booze and food at them, and then we make them talk on a recording that will last forever. Oh, man. Way past your own funeral. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll <see. laughs> Maybe sooner and later. Uh, uh, where was I? Uh, yeah, Alex Price, welcome Jesus. to the program. Um, you listed off all the jobs that you lost here recently. Would you like to list those again uh, oh, yeah. for us on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, so on, I can't remember what day it was like... Uh, <laughs> It was a it was a Monday. Yeah, it was Black Black Monday. Yeah. Uh, basically, I had, you know, I do stand up comedy a lot of the time, so like I try not to like safely. My idea was to not base all of my income off one job. Yeah. So, which you know, in the gig economy, is important. So I was yeah. like, I always want to have something to do. So I had currently five streams of income. Which, honestly, it was the most financially secure I've ever been since I was 19 when I was a pawnbroker. Yeah. And I was just making a shit ton of money then. But I was spending on drugs because I was 19. Uh, What's a pawnbroker? A, a guy who runs a pawn shop. Just ran a pawn like, shop? Like pawn I stars. worked at a pawn shop. Yeah, I but they run. call them brokers? Yeah, they're pawnbrokers. That's a really cool name. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. But uh, during the when the shutdown happened, I was a stand-up comic. Uh, like a traveling one. I travel all over the country doing comedy. Yeah. Um, I was a comedy producer, and, you know, you make a little bit of money doing that. And I was doing shows every week or whatever, running that. And then I also teach stand-up comedy at Helium, yeah. um, which, you know, has been pretty financially viable. Um, and then I'm also head of, like, I was head of security at Kilroy's Broad Ripple, and the bars all shut down, obviously. They don't yeah. need security. They don't need a six-foot-nine giant toddler. <laughs> Uh, for carryout orders, yeah. uh, and then also I was a sales rep for uh, a tool company, uh, like a electric tool company that sold like right. leaf blowers and electric lawnmowers and battery powered shit. Yeah, and they just were like, "Yeah, we just don't, we don't, we don't need you guys in the stores yeah. getting sick." All of them, basically, all of them. Yeah, too. all of them in like literally, I found all of this stuff out in twenty minutes. Jesus, I lost five sources of income in twenty minutes, yeah. and then I. Um, I took uh, probably 200 milligrams worth of edibles, and I just blacked out that day. Wow. 
Uh, it was great. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Quality Monday. But yeah. then uh, those jobs, I think I'm, I was going to ask you this off air. And then Dyke said we weren't allowed to have conversations off air because we're wasting good uh, podcast material. But of those five jobs that you lost, what, how many of those do you think are kind of, you're able to kind of jump into once we get back to normal? I mean, all of them yeah. probably, yeah. I, you know, I, it's just a matter of time when those things are going to happen right. and it is probably going to be different. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think the old way of, it's so fucking, it's so weird that we are going through a monumental moment in human history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for like, it's not like, you know, oh, the president got shot or, you know, World Trade Center. That was big. But this is like everybody. Yeah. So like the idea that we're ever going to see a semblance of what happened before uh, March 12th or whatever yeah. is, it's gone. It's going to be different. It's different. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I was trying to like even like you know people are already back to bickering and everything's partisan and everything again, but I was just like man we didn't even get to stop and really kind of just treasure the fact that for like a, like for thirty days almost thirty days almost all of humanity I would say a large portion of yeah. humans yeah did the biggest undertaking that we've ever done in human history yeah. and we just stayed inside like some people didn't you know but like for the most part most of us did like yeah globally. Like, that's never happened in human history before. I think you you brought that up a couple times, and I think you're right. I think that's the thing is you always see in history when all these things happen, all that really comes out is how good people really are, and I absolutely think that's what happened here. I mean, even on, and I am no fan of the president by any means, but the fact that they were able to mobilize and get those... It's not uh, what your red hat says. <laughs> those, uh, <laughs> the, st- the stimulus checks and all that stuff. I am not attributing that to him at all. I think there was a lot of people that did that, and I think he's the worst person ever. Um, but just the fact that that's going and that, um, you know, we definitely could have imploded here, especially with who we have in office and the fact that he kicked out, um, you know, the a lot of the governing body that used to take care of this kind of stuff. And because people are just really good people and helping each other out, I think that's a, that's a positive to come out of what is an absolutely just a monumental situation that we're all going through. It's nuts. It was good for about 20, 20 yeah, days. It's over 20 now. days, yeah. 20 days. We were good. But that was like, I mean, I'm old enough to remember what America was like. I mean, you're old enough. Uh, you're you're older than me, right? We, we all are. Yeah. We all so are, like, we're, yeah. yeah, we're all like that, that. There was that first 30 days of, after 9-11, yeah. we're all, like, holding hands and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're all going to get through this. Yeah. And yeah. I put the star-spangled truck nuts on my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking people that are, like, good, good people, you, like, are saying things like, let's just bomb them and let God yeah. figure it out. <laughs> it was, like, for two weeks, and then racism came out when, like, anybody who was brown taking a picture of a building is probably a terrorist. Like, all right, yeah. we're back. Back to normal. Everybody's just And then the after worst. that, uh, conspiracy theories, yeah, which yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is where we are right now. Oh yeah, uh, we are in the conspiracy theory uh, yeah. land of what the fuck is going. Wouldn't on Wouldn't it be country? impossible for there not to be conspiracy theories about yeah. this? Though I like, mean, I understand that, but like, like you have to have them, right? This is crazy. Here's the thing: it's like when JFK happened, and to the greater extent, when September 11th happened, Facebook didn't exist, so yeah, like this yeah, yeah. shit didn't spread. Yeah, misinformation. Sure. Or as I call it, real time propaganda yeah. didn't spread like it does now. Yeah, it's like a fucking virus. It's a little it's like crazy. a like a pandemic is what you'd probably people say. that you think are smart. <laughs> yeah, will will post something. You're like, oh no. Yeah, which makes you feel bad because you thought that that was a good person, and then you're like, oh god. I think I think people, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't trust the government or don't trust like narratives in general, and everybody's mm. scared. 
So, like, uh, there's always that, like, late, like, the nice lady down the street that would come in when I worked at Blackacre, and she's nice, and she has a kid, but, like, every time, anything that came out of her mouth was just batshit crazy, and it was yeah. just like, oh, I don't watch TV, because then the government's watching me through my TV. I was like, no, you have a cell phone. It's yeah. in your pocket. That's all they listen yeah, to. Yeah, this GPS yeah. is on there. But, like, all those conspiracy people, like, Corona was, like, the best thing that could happen to yeah. them. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people, like the, the, the dudes in Michigan that are walking up the stairs with their guns and the conspiracy they have there, like, this is a conspiracy to, like, this is the government keep us in our house and controlling us. How like, are the people that have been most prepared for this shit <laughs> the ones that are freaking out the most? I know, it really is true. How <laughs> are the guys right. with That's go bags yeah. not the ones that are just like, hell yes, hell yes. I, yeah. thought, I thought the point was to hunker down in the doomsday scenario. Like I didn't realize they were like, we can't go to the mall. I have a reason to go in my bomb shelter now. They should love it. Like, oh, thank God. I didn't spend tens of thousands of dollars to put a bunch of beans in a hole for nothing. It's here. I was right. They should be living it up. I lost five jobs. Five. <laughs> five fucking jobs. I have no I have no self-worth. I have no reason to wake up in the morning. Yeah. I can't even go to Chili's. And I'm not freaking out like these people that have AK-47s yeah, yeah. and all these assault, like go. flat jackets that are holding on to their bodies tighter than <laughs> someone who's about to die in the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Look, they are fucking mushrooming out. They look like bras. That's oh, what God. that's what I saw in like the people that were on Michigan. Just a bunch of gigantic dudes with beards. And they all have the flak jackets, but they're all More like, like just, catching flak jackets. <laughs> just, oh. just at the top, like they're like uh, like halter tops or something like that. Just More like meal team six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell and then like I stole, I stole and that. then I, and then one and there's always one lanky like ninety pound dude who's just like I like guns too. Like all right, I will please. say I was impressed by the guy that whittled a gun out of wood. Yeah. Oh, the giant machine gun? Yeah. I I saw that. I was like, why is he walking around with that? (laughs) And I was like, oh, it's wooden. And I was like, cool. Uh, And then the the Bazooka bazooka Subway Boy. Oh, God. I posted about that motherfucker. I don't think I know about Bazooka Subway Boy. Oh, so like the the guy who like whittled the giant wooden gun or whatever. Like he was part of the same. It was Rally North Carolina, I think. And they were like, they were like trying to make a point. So they all walked into a subway. Yeah. And they're all holding, like, carrying guns. And so this one dude who's in a fucking American flag muscle shirt has two gigantic, gigantic cowboy guns at each of his sides. These are real. These aren't He's, wooden. These are, these are real. Yeah. And then on his back is a decommissioned bazooka. Wow. Uh, that he is carrying... Into a subway. What is the point of that? What does that do? Other than I, other than just rub in the face that, of any any minority like that hey, man look doesn't out. have genitals. Like that's <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah, like yeah. he's got a nub. It's <laughs> like a air, an acorn sitting on sand. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to steal that. Uh, I I will say this. I I feel. I guess if you're gonna, if that's the kind of protest you're gonna like. I guess I kind of do like the wooden gun thing. Like, what? hey, this is what like, do you like about the wooden gun? Because it's just like, hey, like, look, I'm a big gun guy, but I'm not gonna. You're break. a big gun guy. No, I'm oh. not. Come on, man. I don't know <laughs> like, where you're going. <laughs> he said, like, hey, I'm a big gun enthusiast. I want to be able to do all this stuff. But when I go out into public and protest, I bring a fake gun. I kind of like that, you know? Yeah. Like, he's my protest weapon. He's my protest weapon. I'm not gonna bring an actual. Yeah, but if you're a collector of something, that's cool, man. But guess what? People aren't strapping Funko Pops to their body and going to fucking Subway. (laughs) 
Like this is you've obviously never level. been to Gen Con. I would absolutely. I think. I mean, I'm not a fan of guns at all, but I think if you strap a pop pops to your uh, yourself, you should be shot. But I don't. Uh, I would love to know what you think about that when we're in the situation we're in now. That again, COVID is not even on the table, but you have a bunch of white guys in Michigan who are strapped with you know AK-47s and all that stuff. And I want to be topical at all, but then. This I don't is wanna, the most political we've ever been. It on really? This well, I don't know. I thought you were pretty uh, political when you didn't get your uh, paycheck <laughs> that everybody else got. You're like, I didn't go on unemployment, and everybody that did is taking my money. But that's uh, not what I said. It's a lot like that. <laughs> but uh, but I mean, in a situation that I don't, I don't want to not talk about, like the three, uh, how closely all these minorities were killed. You know, by police in Indiana. Let me, oh, wait, is that happening too? <laughs> and you then, just kind of slowly lured that into the conversation. And then, and then what was it? It was the dude in, uh, was it Florida? The guy was jogging. Georgia. Georgia, thank you. Georgia, the guy was fucking jogging. Let me, let me, it took him like three days to arrest that guy. Let, let me explain this to you. Um, quick update. Uh, both of these gentlemen have dead moms. Uh, just so. <laughs> <laughs> I really do think that could be the name of the podcast. Uh, white people found out about racism about five, six years ago, and yeah. I understand you guys are still real upset about it. I, right? Yeah, it's, I had no it's idea. It's actually been going on forever. Did you know about this already? <laughs> Did you guys know about this? Did you guys hear about this Did racism? Did you hear about this racism, racism There are white people that Fuck. do not like people that are not white it people. It's terrible. Um, yeah, so, no, yeah, I mean, it's awful, and it happens all the time, and yeah, yeah definitely anybody flexing. Since when? <laughs> are you just, are you at this point when you see this, is like that Dave Chappelle on SNL where, like, Trump got elected and all the white people are just yeah, and yeah. he's like, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is right. It's, 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 it's not news. Yeah, it's, I feel, that a, makes me feel kind, even it's kind wider. Of how it uh, how it always goes. Well, like, uh, uh. My my black roommate dad and I have had this discussion. That's, you know what's so funny? That's exactly what I call it. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it was racist. I don't know if I could take that, but that's what I've been. Calling but it was like the next day, like after all the news dropped, we kind of like, kind of just like looked at each other, like I guess I guess we have to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Yeah, weird. Like, coffee and uh, apparently they're shooting <laughs> sport hunting us out there. <laughs> Out on the streets. How do you feel about that? Jesus. Uh, but the yeah. best part is, is you're light skin and he is dark skin. So it's a full spectrum thing going on. That's why they call us black and mild. <laughs> no one calls you that. You call we yourself. We have that. all the delegates here. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, you know, it sucks. It's it's not great. It's also like. What better way to signify the opening of America with no, three, you're three right. people getting shot in you're eight right, hours? Right, right. Like, back to normal. Back to business. I can't wait for that first school shooting. Mm. God. Uh, Just give me that. <laughs> give me some sense of normalcy. Well, the news is so awful, and it's just going to be like a lot of bad things have stopped because of the quarantine. So it's like... Yeah. Every bad thing that happens, it's like normal again. It's just going to be like, yeah. oh my God, there was I a mean, DUI. There yeah. was a... I don't know. Whatever. I think that is that's, a, that's what we've all learned from this ex- yeah. entire experience. The number one cause of school shootings, schools. schools. Am I right? <laughs> I did not know where you stay was inside. No, and then that's the thing is like think about all the things that we've given we've given the world a little bit of a break because we've all had to, all us dummies had to stay inside. Like no school shootings, no you know accidents have gone down. The the environment is significantly God, better. You say the goddamn dolphins of the canals. Oh, from uh, yeah, from Endgame. <laughs> that what? Is that, isn't that from Endgame? No. Are there actual dolphins in the canals? Yeah, that is from Endgame though. And Captain America is like, I saw uh, dolphins in the canals. Oh, it really happened. Coming in that real? Yeah. Wow. Uh, but that's everyone's thing. That's the, like the we are the virus. 
We are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, that is the top meme right now. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Though. I did like one where I saw the Twin Towers were back. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we are that. the virus. I saw that one. It was pretty funny. Man, let's we are, this let's is talk the, about something lighter. This is the most inappropriate episode we've ever had. Alex, have you watched uh, Duncan Trussell's Midnight Gospel yet? Have you checked that show I out? tried to watch the first episode but I was either not high enough or too high. I couldn't figure it. Like, mm-hmm. It was just like, I think I was watching it because uh, everyone was like, check it out. And so I, I tried to watch it, but I think I just, I think I was just tired. First episode is, is, is maybe not the greatest first episode in, but right. I took some mushrooms for the first time. In, um, Congrats, buddy. When? In, 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 uh, earlier this week. Oh, for the first time? You've, well, been re- you've been recorded on this podcast saying you were on shrooms for an episode. Well, I microdosed for an episode, but I actually took like enough to oh. to hallucinate. Oh, to I, the clouds! And I watched uh, and I watched the first four episodes, and I thought it was great. Like I think the whole concept's great. I don't know if I would have got the same experience if I was just sober, sober or high. But yeah. like uh, actually being on hallucinogens, I was like, this is a brilliant concept because they take like a podcast. And then animate over it and then have the guests come back in and do extra audio so they can interact with the animation. Oh. And and they splice it all together. And so, like, the whole concept is this little guy who goes into, like, alternative realities and, and interviews people for, like, a space cast or whatever. That sounds awesome. But then they're talking about, like, oh, there's zombies or, like, oh, there's whatever. And then the normal conversation that happened on the podcast. So, like, the first one's, like, Dr. Drew and they're just talking about drugs. But then yeah, when, I, like I watched it and I was just like, I think that's Doctor Drew's voice, <laughs> and but I literally can't remember anything other than Doctor Drew was one of the voices. Watching it on, I mean, I also walked out into the kitchen at one point and I had uh, like a like a decaying pineapple, and I just watched that for a good ten minutes. Yeah, it was just kind of pulsating around, and I was like, it's dead, but it's still growing. How long was your trip? Like, uh, I ate about. I had about a fourth of a $25 chocolate. So I, it was like four and four hours, four and a half hours. Nice. It was like perfect. Like right when I wanted it to be done, it was done. And I, I used to take eights of rooms just to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, you see a lot when yeah. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, and that's like an eight hour. That's like the time goes so slow, so slow, and it's great. Um, I would say I don't have time to do that anymore, but actually I got Yeah, you got all the time in the world now, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I just don't, I don't like to be that high for that long. My favorite thing that's ever happened to me on mushrooms was I, I normally work every Monday at Kilroy's, right? Mm-hmm. And so earlier this year, we got a new manager and uh, I like check my schedule every week on Sunday night just to see when I work. And I normally know I work on Monday, but sometimes I like pick up random shifts during the week if I'm in town. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at my schedule, and I wasn't scheduled for Monday. And then I was like, okay, well, that's weird. And so I quickly decided, uh, well, I think I'm just going to do mushrooms tomorrow because yeah. I've got nothing to do, and yeah, I normally day work, day yeah. off. And so at, like, 3 o'clock the next day, I went and picked up mushrooms, and I, I took them around 5 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock, my new manager called me, and she goes, oh, my God. I know you know, I forgot today was Monday. I forgot yesterday was Sunday. I didn't do the schedule. Uh, is I know you normally work Monday. Is there any way you could come in? And I immediately texted her back. 
uh, well, I'm on mushrooms right now. <laughs> um, but I could come in if you really wanted to. <laughs> and she goes, okay, thank you so much. What? Because she thought, because I'm a comedian, she heard I was a comedian. She just thought I was joking. Oh, gotcha. But in a moment of clarity, I, I told her exactly what was up because I just don't care anymore. And so I go, <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm going to work then. Uh, and so I went to work. And I was there for about 30 minutes before my boss like came up to me. And she immediately saw my eyes and she goes, holy shit, you weren't lying. And I go, no, like, of course I wasn't lying. She goes, well, I just thought you were joking. And I go, no. And I go, you know what's really hard? To read an ID when it's all melting. And then I just laughed in her face. And she goes, you go home, just go. That's awesome. Uh, let's take a quick break here, and um, we're going to take a quick break, eat some mushrooms, and we'll be right back. Oh, God. Officially not doing that. Just wonder. I was like, And I feel like it was definitely because everybody who's a creative just had nothing to do but think of shit. Yeah. Trying to come up with any sort of content that'll grab, I don't know, anything that will give them self-worth. I did not realize that... 511 is like the most common oh my God, I'm the type that guys lie about I'm me. Flying, yeah. And I really am 511. So like, I just found out that like, that's like the number one, like if someone's like 5'8", they'll be like, yeah, I'm 511. I, uh, for my other podcast, me, me and my co-host signed up for a Tinder. And we both made our bio like explicitly here to like spread the good news about this podcast. I met a very nice lady. We are mine. You pussy ass nigga. nigga. Man, fuck y'all niggas. Cause I'm that nigga, 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 nigga. I'm that nigga. What's the name of that song? <laughs> Why'd you say that word so many I times? Didn't, uh, you know what? I turned it up because it's a good part, and then I realized that I'm a white guy blasting the N word, and I'm really sorry to. Uh, you know, the black folks that are in the No, movie. it's cool. Chris, Brown, Chris Brown's a great person. Welcome uh, to- he's terrible. He's terrible. That's why I like that video so much, because I truly hate him. He's truly awful, but, man, that video is... Welcome awesome. back to Chris King's Hard R Podcast. Uh, uh, that's what happens when Zach leaves. <laughs> the producer always gets dunked on. That's right. Just, I'm the xenophobe. Being in that spot, you can't help it. <laughs> so, Alex, uh, uh, we were talking about... We were talking about mushrooms. Um, we were talking about that. No we were talking about drugs. <laughs> Uh, you are a headlining comedian. You've been in the comedy game for how long now? Since 2012. Nice. Uh, that, and that was supposed to be the original, the OG apocalypse that we yeah, just I know, missed right? that one. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, the movie? Because the movie was. No, the remember it was the Mayan calendar. Yeah, Mayans, you suck at math, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just they were Fucking apparently eight, eight years, years off. off. I don't know why we were trusting a, a civilization. To carry, <laughs> forgot to carry the two. <laughs> That's no longer here. We're like, Can't believe the Mayans lied to us. Idiots. I'm glad your entire civilization fucking vanished. <laughs> wow. They did have that sick, what was that murder ball game that they had where it was like the Oh, loose... yeah, basketball with severed heads. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty cool. That sounds, yeah, that sounds nice. Except uh, the basket was like sideways and on the wall. So you like basically had to throw, it was like, Cornhole, except it was up in the sky and with severed heads. And with severed heads. They didn't throw the heads to the hoop, though, right? I think they did. I thought it was like a hacky sack, and then the, like the losing team just died. 
What oh, the? Why I do mean, we keep I'm not, doing this to I'm ourselves? I'm not really up to, I mean, I'm a sports nut, but. <laughs> we can talk about anything we want. We keep talking about <laughs> yeah. the worst, most depressing shit. Why do we keep doing this to ourselves? It's cool. Have I was guys- sorry. Too soon? Too soon on the Mayan deck game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I wanted to ask you because, uh, because you do stand-up comedy all over the country. You, you're a headliner. You've opened up for uh, some amazing comics. Uh, what are your, just, just give us a good, uh, a good horror story about somebody. You don't have to say their names <coughs> no, or anything. No, I definitely don't say their name. But, uh, I, I love getting, I this. will do whatever I want. Oh, I'll God. I don't, I, I, it's not the first half hour. I know. I know you will. Um, Gilbert Godfrey is a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jesus. Nope. Never. Oh, my I've God. never met Gilbert, so <laughs> I don't know. That was a joke, guys. Yeah, that was okay. a joke. Okay. That was, Wink. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's seriously a joke. Um, the, my like my biggest horror story of like my worst perform like no uh, no no I think your uh, I think your most memorable interaction we always like a negative spin but your most <laughs> negative interaction with us uh, okay like uh, one of the um, comics you probably opened up with like for instance like you, give me I example like I produce like I help produce comedy shows too and like we produce for like some of the big headliners and yeah like I'm you know. I come into this, I'm still very starstruck because I'm from a small town in Indiana and it like still like tickles me ridiculously that yeah. I get to do what I get to do and I get to meet the people that I, you know, fucking loved and adored yeah. coming into comedy. Like I get to work with my heroes and I get to meet my heroes and shit. It's awesome. And so sometimes meeting them, it's just like a stark reality of like, oh, these people aren't, you know, fucking sunshine and, you yeah. know, everything. Uh, but a lot of them like are great. Like I mean, I mean, I will. I, you know, Matt Bronger is who. That's who I open up for the on the road all the time. Yeah, uh, he's amazing. He's helped me out tremendously. Kyle Kinane is amazing. Uh, Brian Posehn is super fun. Um, you know, people like that. Hannibal Burris. You know, he can. He's pretty fun. Uh, I like him a lot. Uh, the first time I met him, I think he was just you know road weary from traveling. Mm, so yeah. he was a bit. Uh, you know, cantankerous that day. But the the second time we've had, I mean, he's done our show a bunch. Uh, you know, he's he's always very uh, generous with his time and always super funny. And awesome. uh, the first time we had him, he made us go get him uh, ballet dancers for his show, which is definitely the weirdest thing we've had to acquire yeah. uh, for somebody uh, as part of their contract. But how, was, how do you how, how, did how did you do that? <laughs> like we just yeah. went. We, we we looked for uh, people who like uh, were like dance school. And stuff like that. So we, in I, Indianapolis? No, in Fort Wayne. Oh, okay. Like we okay, were running okay, shows okay. in Fort wow. Wayne. Um, it seems so, harder though. Yeah, it was. It was you know, but we did it, and wow. uh, it was a good show. But as far as like people that suck, yeah, I mean there definitely are, and you know, I would say <clears throat> the worst experience I have is there's a comic that is just super super needy. Um, he's very funny. Yeah. Uh, and like, but he is just super needy. And like, that's the thing that like, like I understand like comics have writers and shit like that, but like he like follows it to a T, like, especially when it like comes to food and shit. Like if there's not food, then like I've had to like go and like, he'd be like, like he did the white rat, like they've done shows or whatever with us. And like, they came to a show, uh, the place they were doing the show didn't have food. And so they were like, uh, well, I was, I was told I was going to have food. And I go, well, you know, I can go get you food. It's no yeah. big deal. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, the, the show sold out. So, you know, everything's pretty much done. And he's just like, okay, well, uh, what, what, what could I eat? And I was like, name your price. You're name in a name. major metropolitan <laughs> city. Literally anything you Whatever. want. Name, just, name a thing. Just tell me what you want. Yeah, every flavor you've and ever flavored. Goes, uh, well, can you like just show me some menus of like different places? <laughs> oh my and I was, god! This is forty-five suck. minutes before the show, and I'm like, yeah, I think I could do that. And so like I pull up all these menus on my phone. Yep. First menu, didn't like anything. Second menu, didn't like any. Third, fourth, fifth menu, stupid. He literally goes. Is there any way I could just get nachos with like some cheese Absolutely. on them and like some jalapenos? <laughs> yeah, and I go. Yeah, man. Like I could. Like why didn't you just say that? That's Could've what you wanted. Twenty minutes. And so, like as the show, I have to go run and get this guy nachos, and he took like three bites of them, and of I was just like, Ugh. Uh. and so the next time we had this person, I knew that this was going to be a thing, and so they did. A couple shows with us, and like while I was transport, I was like trying to get everything around and like ready for them. And I was like, "Hey," because uh, they did another show with somebody else, and I had heard that there was a food dilemma there, mm. where they literally set everything out like that the restaurant had and said, "You know, you can have at it." And he looked at it, and he goes, "Yeah, I just I I don't like any of this." Uh, <laughs> Is there any way you guys could take me out to eat after this? And like we were oh running God. a festival at the time, and so we we're like. Yeah, I mean, we can go do that. That's that's fine. And so the next day, I am driving him from Fort Wayne to Indianapolis. And so I like as I get him, I go, well, I'm going to drop him off at the hotel before the show. And in between that time, I can go get him food. Mm-hmm. I can ask him ahead of time. That way I can have the food there. He can get there, eat. I won't have to worry about shit except for running the show. Because yeah. I'm the only one running the show at the time because yeah. all of my other partners or up in Fort Wayne running a festival. And so I, as we're driving down, I go, hey, man, I know, like, you're going to want to eat and everything. And like I said, last time you were there, the venue didn't have any food. So what were you thinking for dinner? Like, uh, Trying to get if, ahead of yeah, it. Yeah, just trying yeah. to get, like, that way I can have everything ready. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, uh, you know, I'm just kind of one of those people that like to play it by ear. <laughs> this is it. And I'm now, just yeah, like, you got the year. This is the time. Like, I'm surprised that my steering wheel <laughs> didn't come off of my car because I was just rattling in anger. Yeah. Just while he's yeah. in my back seat asking yeah. me to play a true crime podcast that I didn't want to listen to <laughs> for the two hour car ride I had to deal with this very, very just. Person that I don't know how you live outside uh, of. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. This. yeah. I was gonna ask you, like, yeah, on that ride, do they sit in the front seat? They sit in the back, like Uber. They sat in the back. Sat in okay. the back, but you yeah. were up up front by there yourself. There was another comic. Uh, there was another comic uh, sitting in the front. Okay, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I thought it was like a was driving like, Miss Daisy. Like, I'm gonna situation. need to know this person's and name after because I might put him on blast. That sounds <laughs> terrible. It's and like he's very funny and. He genuinely likes us. Like, I yeah. just don't like dealing with him because he's just very stressful. A little bit and of a like, diva. Yeah. It's not even like a diva. It's just like, it's like I'm fucking like a baby. grabbing an autistic kid's hand and <laughs> yeah. shepherding him through life. What? It's like every, like when he's on tour, we literally have to pass him off to another, like, all right, he's your problem now. <laughs> like, we just met like, him. He's had very a nap. Funny. And he loves us. Like, that's the thing. He's like, yeah. he does our show all the time. And he's nice enough, but he's just... What happens if you say no? What happens if he said, hey, bring me some menus, like, 
I don't know if we're going to, we don't have time for menus, but like literally, why don't you just name but something? But that's not what, like, in like, you know, if, I don't know. He's just, he's just so much. <laughs> it's just, just like, talking about it. It is, because it's just like, and yeah. his, his voice is just so, you know, just, uh, yeah, can we, uh, can we just like go get some food after this? <laughs> uh, you can do whatever you want. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to take me. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be able to do any of this. Is there any way you could hold my hand as we walk in? Cause <laughs> I'm scared that I'm going to fall down and skin my knee. <laughs> I'm going to pee later, and I'm going to need you to cut my balls the entire Is there any time. way you could dab the tip of my penis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to shake it. It makes me car sick. a piece of Kleenex. Because uh, shaking, yeah, it's scary. Uh, <laughs> I get nauseous, motion sickness from my wiener waving around like a helicopter. What was your, Will uh, he do my show again? Probably. Will it yeah. sell out again? Probably. Yeah. Will I get fucking super annoyed and maybe pass off the buck to somebody else? Yeah. Probably. Did, uh, did you ever, you were talking about like fanboying out. Have you ever had an awkward situation? Maybe like oh, when you were a little earlier in comedy about meeting somebody where you maybe fanboyed out a little too hard or I mean, I something feel like awkward? It, I try not to be awkward. Uh, Dave Attell, and that was literally last year. Uh, Dave Attell is why I got into stand-up. Like, Dave Attell's Skanks for the Memories album is the first stand-up album I ever bought. Mm -hmm. And I listened to it repeatedly. Like, I was just like, this is insane. Like, it's just the LPMs on that album. And granted, I found out much later that it was edited all together after, like, it's like five shows all, you know, together. But, like, still, I thought, like, it was just a seamless set of just, like, punching people in the fucking face repeatedly with these just dry, just crazy (laughs) punchlines. And it's just like, this is how stand-up should sound, like, Mm -hmm. to me. And so this, this, uh, November, last November, I got the opportunity to open for him. Uh, as it was like uh, my birthday present, Helium gave it to me as a birthday gift. Like That's I got awesome. to open for him. Wow! And um, he, you know, I met him, and I literally like he was sitting in the back room. He had just came inside, and it was like last winter was not that cold, mm-hmm. but there was a snap in November where it got down real bad, yeah. and like that was the weekend he was here, and so he is wearing what I swear to Christ was five jackets, <laughs> just jack, 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 jacket, and so. He was just like, he was like, he very, he's older now. He doesn't drink anymore. So, yeah. and so when I met him, I was just like, you're why I got into stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, cool. It was but, that breathing for like a good 15 right, minutes yeah, though, Just right? like, I was just staring at him. Just like, oh God. Um, but yeah. And then, um, far as comedy wise, like that was, that was the one interaction. Although comedy this last year allowed me to meet my favorite band of all time, uh, 311, which, you know, I oh, wow. get is, you know. but uh, They're probably I, pretty easy to meet. I think they do. N- well, I mean, I had seen them 10 times at yeah. that point. Like, that was this was the 10th time I, I got to see them. And so my friends at Bob and Tom knew that I was yeah. a huge fan, and so they got me, uh, like, a meet-and-greet. That's awesome. uh, spot. And so when I met, like, you know, you walk up to them and they're like, it's just a picture basically. And so like, I walked up to them and I, I, I like told them how much their music meant to me and like how much it helped me, like through some darker times in my life. And they all yeah. hugged me at once and I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I, oh my God. I was, <gasps> That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think, 
think out of context, it just looks like you were just getting over yeah. drugs, like three eleven talking. Like you're this you're guy in. loves Amber. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Emotions is the color. <laughs> <of my laughs> that cry. That's my favorite cry. Is the oh, that is like, too much. <laughs> They just all, a middle-aged... They all hugged me. I felt like I was the state of Tennessee, just surrounded <laughs> on all sides by my favorite fucking people. God damn. It was, it's literally the happiest moment of my entire life. Wow, that's and awesome. And it came because of comedy. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. super cool. That is great. Yeah. Like, I was told, like, um, I, I, I had a problem with fanboying out. The only thing that I like is, is comedy. Like I, music, I mean, like everything else is garbage. Everything else is garbage. No, but like I'm not into sports. Uh, like or like I don't have a favorite band that I would have that kind of reaction to. Like, but I I always said like comedians do that for me because it's just like that's my right. that's my shit. And I remember talking pretty early on with like Ryan uh, Neemiller. Uh, he's the guy that I always call with my well before he was on America's Got Talent. <laughs> I would always call with my dumb comedy questions and like. How do you do this? And how, he just always really super cool about like answering my dumb questions and yeah. giving me good feedback. And I, I kind of told him about that. And he was like, Hey man, if you want to do this, like you just can't do that with comics. Like this is the thing you want to do. Like he goes, do that with like your sports heroes or like a band you like. And I was like, do what? Like fanboy out. Oh, like okay, that's the yeah, thing yeah. is so like, I've had other people tell me like, you know, when you see a comic, that's like, you're supposed to like, look at them like you're, you're, they're your peers. And I go, yeah. I get that. And like I am peers with some of these people at this yeah, point. Absolutely. And like that's great. But also I'm from bumfuck Indiana. Yeah, it's Dave Attell. I'm chasing my dreams. <laughs> yeah. I'm meeting milestones. I'm meeting the people I idolize. Yeah. I'm gonna act goof. I'm gonna take pictures. Like people give me shit all the time about taking pictures with I like I don't give a fuck. Do they care? I do. Yeah, I, they I, do because they're fucking jealous fucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like the comedians that you're taking pictures with. No, they don't give a I shit. But like other yourself- other comics, comics are the most fucking self sabotaging. <laughs> and like I'm sure I'm gonna say something here that someone's gonna take offense to <laughs> and probably never book me again in a I, bar show in Saginaw, Michigan. I can almost guarantee that you've already said it. In this like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> Who gives? Like, who even knows if comedy's coming back yeah. at this point? You can I drop might, baby funerals all you want. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck like, that. I'm gonna do TikTok and I'm gonna <laughs> jerk off on fucking OnlyFans to a bunch of fucking people from some Isle of Samoa. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm glad you said OnlyFans and not jerk off on TikTok. That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought that he was. I thought the scenario he was presenting was that he's gonna make a TikTok of him jerking off to an OnlyFans. Isn't that what we were doing? Yeah, it's like a. Know. It's like a Big Mac of social media. It's the biggest with the, with the with the wiener in the middle of it. <laughs> However you want to spend your COVID, man, that's your business. Yeah, man, we're all there. But like before all this shit happened, I would say the biggest problem in comedy was you know it's you know comparing yourself to others. Like yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. it's not healthy. Yeah, and I did it forever, forever. Yeah, like I would get mad. I would get mad that this person got this or this person got this thing. Yeah. Also. I was producing comedy shows with some of the best comics in the country, so I felt for a long time that people viewed me only as a producer and right. then a com- comedian second. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting comedy club work, and comedy clubs can't get anything from me as far as like me running shows or anything. Yeah. They're, they're buying me as a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And when that happened, I was just like, oh, yeah, I am fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am one of the funnier people in the area. Like, why would I, like, why worry about this shit? Yeah. Because it's just toxic. And, yeah. like, for a long time, I just, 
I, you know, I was a very toxic person and like I was just self-obsessed and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying I'm not self-obsessed now because I'm fucking great, baby. Uh, but, but I mean, like, it's just, it's such, it's, it's one of, come, like a lot of comedians' number one problem is they compare themselves to other people. And that's, mm. everyone's journey is fucking different, man. Yeah. And for you, like, it's just a bunch of negative space where you could be spending time thinking of different ways to gain traction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people like Brent Terhune, you know, he found his niche and he has attacked it relentlessly and he's gaining traction that way. And it's yeah. not the way I would ever go about doing things yeah. at all. And it's, I'm not saying it's not funny. It's very fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Brent yeah. Terhune is, and it's completely different than who he is on stage. Who he is on stage, he's... In my opinion, Brent Terhune is the funniest person in Indiana. Like, that guy writes clever jokes. He's on top of it. Hanging out with him, it's just like relentlessly boom, 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 boom. Anything you say conversationally, he can riff on. He is pound for pound one of the funniest people. And this state is full of funny people. Lucas Waterfill is fucking hilarious. DJ Dangler is fucking hilarious. Dwight Simmons is hilarious. Gwen Sunkel's very funny. All these people that are in this city... And not even in the city, like in the state. Stephanie Lockbuehler is down in Blo- Bloomington. She, you know, is very funny. Uh, there's Emil Wakim when he's down in Bloomington. Um, uh, M. Davis is a very newer comic, and she yep. has made me laugh so many times. So, you know, I understand that a lot of people, like, think Indiana's a flyover state. Like, the nothing can... No. That's great. Just, I love that they yeah. think that, though. I love that. Like, yeah. I like the you fact can, that, like, you knock yourself out. Like, yeah. stay, stay in Portland. Don't come here. It's freaking awesome. You can awesome, underestimate man. us all. That's but, great. like, we... Yeah, that's the thing is like the coastal comedians, they'll think like, oh, this is where it is. This is where it is. All the money before (laughs) before the world ended, all the money from comedy was in the middle of the country. Right. And if you are good at relating to the middle of the country, you're going to have way more work than fucking coastal elites. Absolutely. um, Unless you get to a certain level. I I, I love that. I mean, I, you know, came from Chicago before I got here and. You know, I have people that live in Chicago, my Chicago friends that have moved to the coast, and they kind of talked out about Indianapolis. It's fine, man. That's great that you underestimate this this fucking town. This town is awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I get to live in a three-bedroom apartment for $1,200. Yeah. That's exactly right. Like, I don't want you to come That's here you because I don't want to... That's for a room, you I don't fucking wanna, idiots. I don't want to pay $3 million for a studio. Like, you go ahead and hate this place. That's cool. I'm fine with it. Uh, but going back to Bert Trahune, I mean, I will... We can attest to that because he's been on this show, and he is crazy fast like it's yeah, insane yeah. how fast he drops stuff it's angering it's insane <laughs> yeah, it really is it's, it makes me upset because he's so he's so fast he's so on top of it he's just razor sharp non-stop and he just does it with little to yeah, i had to humble him when he came in here to, yeah I that was for I, I wasn't gonna bring that up because we're really like propping him up as a really say he's the funniest person like dyke made him lift the furniture to get his dog's ball we actually stopped <laughs> the podcast so the brinter hewn as he was Killing it, by the way. We're like, hold on a second, bro. We got to stop right now. Hey, can you move this furniture so my dog doesn't eat it? It was one of Chris King's funniest things to make rag on me for. He's like, right the time we had Brent Terhune in here, and you just we're just like, hey, can you just lift this shit up so yeah. my dog can get a ball? Did he even like just like he works here? Did he even like say like I'm really starting to ask you this? Like, hey, I'm gonna need you to stop talking and grab that furniture as he was like in the middle of like a riff. That was, and that's the thing is like, uh, yeah, there's so many like He's you great. have Brent Terhune, yeah. He, I, I've done a lot of shows with him, and I, I've known him probably, fuck, since I almost started comedy, I yeah, think. Yeah. And, like, even though we were way far away from each other, like, you just hear about, like, him, and, like, DJ would bring him up with him all the time, and 
you know, and it was just like such, and he was so young and so just boom, boom, boom yeah. on it. Yeah. And uh, I love watching him tell jokes. I, and uh, like his, I have one of his tracks from, like I have his album, like whatever, but like I have one of his tracks specifically from his album, Mr. Turkey on my phone, because I just think it's like, it's that Facebook uh, joke he does where it's, yeah, but it's long, but I'm not going to do it. So, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, this city, and like, that's the thing, is like the city has good comics, and then sometimes they leave. Like, uh, I think we're about to lose Joe Bates. Mm-hmm. Joe Bates is one of my favorite performers to watch. He Like, his timing, he studies everything uh, like a mathematician. Like, it's all, it's all just kind of pinpoint, uh, just, and it's different from me. Like, that's... That's the thing is I like watching comedy all over the spectrum. And Joe Bates does comedy completely different from me. And it's always entertaining. He has that one joke about uh, um, like about my parents were are never here. And then he like times it out and he goes, oh, they're never, they're never here. <laughs> and it's just so fucking funny. Uh, and he's, uh, it, he has a lot of confidence. And that's something I, I like watching on stage. But you know, there's so many like so many people that have left. Jimmy Roberson from sh- that's in Chicago now. Tim McLaughlin is one of the funniest people on the planet. Uh, Tom Takar, Megan mm-hmm. Gailey, Sashir Zamedas from Indianapolis, uh, Mike Epps. So oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you? I mean, you're getting you're getting up there as far as rotation, and like a lot of people have seen you now. Do you? Are you getting people that are geeking out when they meet you at this point? I have had. I've had like a couple interactions because of my Twitter, like my little joke Twitter page about uh, haunted stuff. Yeah. Where like they're like, I've had a couple people go, I follow your account. I didn't know you as a comedian. I've had two <laughs> people say they've like, that How does saw that me feel? Blew me. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. And not only that, like I tell, I used that's to great. tell that joke all the time. The weirdest thing that's ever happened to me, I was in a urinal and I, I think I was at work. And, like, I was in the urinal, and then some guy came up next to me in the next stall, and he just looked over to me, and he goes, Hey, uh, is it haunted? <laughs> and I was just like, not the, not the place to do this. Read the room, bro. Read the Thank room. Thank you. Thank you for following me, but don't follow me in here. Uh, oh, my God. Christ. That's hilarious. But, that- yeah, man, I've had a couple people say they've seen me. That's cool. It's yeah. usually at work, which is weird. Like, I'll be sweeping up fucking vomit. And someone goes, hey, man, I saw you at Healy. You were great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can you move your foot? I got to sweep under there. That well, is one of my jobs humbling. in the city market used to be, there was like, I would kind of hide in the back and do prep work. And there's like a, a glass wall. And every once in a while, somebody would just start rattling on the glass real quick and get my, to scare the shit out of me. And I would yeah. look up and they were like, Comedy man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like uh, yeah, I don't know how to respond to There's that. No, like, I think that's the thing is like you're talking about getting other comedians telling you like you can't freak out over other comedians, but I think I've I've seen that before where they just don't know what to say and they'll say like you do funny things like that's don't do that. <laughs> that's the thing is our job. No one knows how to bring up that they've right, seen right, us right, do it. Right. It's not like hey doctor, you did the thing with the cutting and the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and yeah. the, the organ removal. That was great. Yeah. Like people come up to me and like you're, you're I saw you do your skits. <laughs> One of your funny comedy skits. I saw you riffing bits. Alex Price. Riffing bits. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast today. Absolutely. Is there anything you would like to plug here? Um I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Price indeed. Uh, I've been writing bits for that to try to um, 
try to, uh, you know, raise your profile, raise my yeah. profile a little bit on Twitter. That, that's been my quarantine dream. <laughs> um, uh, what what about if we want to find out if things are haunted or not? Uh, yeah. You can follow at Haunted Shopper on Twitter nice. uh, wow. for that. And then on Instagram, I'm uh, at Illuminati underscore HR underscore rep. Uh, wow. It's awesome when they're all different things. That's, yeah. That's very, <laughs> yeah, branding is so important. We're going to uh, gonna write a lot of that down. We're going to have to like uh, put that And if me. you want to Venmo me money because I have no fucking jobs, it's at Haunted Chopper again. <laughs> uh, so I will take yeah. And it will all be spent on weed. Nice. Uh, or these little Red Baron uh, breakfast pizzas that I found the other day that I just think are delightful. <laughs> All right. I, I just feel like promote, one of those things probably leads to the other, too. You know? I just want to promote yeah, Red Baron Pizza. I just think more people should be eating Red Baron Pizza. It is really good. Chris King, do you get any plugs? Red Baron Pizza. That's why I oh, just said. Oh, sorry. That's I, was <laughs> I, think that you, I think the Red Baron Pizzas are freaking awesome. You do a toaster oven? You just do like the oven? Or are you microwaving? This? I'm microwaving. Listen, man. I, I need to invest in a toaster Like you I just did, do an oven. Just I a just, bunch of savages that's, around here. That's a lot of time and but you effort. Gotta, if you just crank it all the way up, you just got to. Here's the thing. It's like, I'm six foot nine. The oven's down there. The microwave's up here. Yeah, you got like, problems just, I don't have. You got problems exactly. I don't have at all. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> Guys, um, just cherish your mom as long as you can because wow. one day she's not going to be here anymore. Jesus Christ. I don't Happy like Mother's that. Day I from Harder Brunch. How do I say goodbye? To your moms, we talked about the good chats that we had about 9 11. We got two minutes. You go to, you go to town. <laughs> and no. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. <laughs>